Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse, and thanks for the beer. Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea. Yes? Thank you for asking. I would like to take you two out to lunch. Are you game? Let's do it. Where are we going? We are going to the Lowry. I love the Lowry. It's one of my favorite places. They have such good apps. And there are various ways that they can serve you. Three ways. First, we can go inside. Or you can order online for the Lowry from one of their delivery partners. Or you can pick it up from the restaurant. Should we go inside, though? Yeah, let's go inside. Let's Let's have some breakfast. Okay. And then we'll get some food to go. And it's all my treat. Can we get yes. food for like three days? Um, I'm just asking for a Dawn, friend. Dawn, I think you're kind of stretching <laughs> my right. generosity, but they do have amazing breakfast and mimosa yes. flights and Bloody Marys. But Dawn, I don't think you can get the Bloody Marys to go. All right. Ooh, and it's Bloody Marys all day, every day. Well, but I, I thought Mama needed a beer. Don't you want some free house beer at the Lowry? Yeah, actually, let's do it all. Why not? <laughs> I'm Dawn, thirsty you and I get out. I guess I'll be driving. <laughs> you you are driving. Uh, you can make reservations. You can check out the menu. You can order pickup and you can order online at thelowryuptown.com. Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. I might talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything just plain goofiness to make you laugh. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. We have a great 8 o'clock hour ahead, actually. Uh, let me set the table here. We have a guest standing by. We'll talk to him. We have the dirt alert. And then the moment Alexis has been waiting for, uh, it is forced movie review Friday. She is reviewing Dawn's assignment of creep. 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 <laughs> Another movie Uh-oh. Kenny and I starred in. So, yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Okay, but first, hey, Dawn, do you want to uh, introduce sure. our, uh, our our guest this hour? Yes, we have James Falvey from Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly on the phone with us. Uh, it, of course, is our charity for Project Down and Dirty this year. And Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, I've been involved with the organization, helping seniors out there combat loneliness. And we have James on the phone with us right now. Hi, James. Good morning. Good morning. James, if for people that don't know, I mean, if they're uh, maybe new to our show, haven't heard Don's great stories over the years, uh, explain a little bit, broad strokes, about what Little Brothers does. 
Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly is an organization that's been working here in the Twin Cities since 1972 with a really simple mission, which is to connect lonely and socially isolated older adults with volunteers and people who can uh, bring friendship into their lives. Wow. Well, we've had such a great time getting to know Liz, who we talked to on Tuesdays here on our show. Can you give us an idea of just how many in the Twin Cities there are and and how you guys reach out to find volunteers and elderly who want to be part of the program? Yeah, you know, getting to the numbers of people who are isolated is really hard. But what we've done is is done some kind of what we call napkin math and figure that statewide, there's probably a little bit over 50,000 older adults mm. who live by themselves. They're over 65 years of age and lack the social supports to, to be connected. But one of the challenges is, is that there's rarely is it like, somebody just all lonely or all engaged. Everyone's kind of on a continuum. And so we kind of look at people who are at risk to become socially isolated all the way through to those people who are completely alone and not hearing their names spoken for for a long time. And so when we get to that, it's around 50,000 or more people that could really use our help. Wow. And so whenever you are looking for elders, it's like if people out there are listening and they know a neighbor or somebody in their community that, uh, like, for instance, across the street from us, uh, the woman recently just passed away. But we used to bring her newspaper up to the front of her drive, you know, by her uh, garage because we noticed how long it took her to get down to the edge of the curb. That would be a good example of, you know, somebody who might not have the help and support there. So. How do people get a hold of you if they want to, you know, reach out to somebody who they think might be lonely? Well, it's super easy just to go to our website, littlebrothersmn.org. Mm-hmm. Even just Googling Little Brothers Minnesota will bring you right, right to our website. And we make it super easy for people to sign up. You can uh, refer an older adult friend to into our programs and we can reach out to them. Um, on our website, you can also see a phone number to call if you wanted to share that with your neighbor so she or he could just call them themselves and, mm-hmm. and talk to somebody or leave a message so that we can get right back to them. And, and we, yeah, we try to keep it really simple and, and quick for people. Are you seeing some positive, uh, if you just tuned in, we're talking to James from Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, who, if you are uh, listen to our show, you're familiar with, with our good friend Liz. Are you, I, I, we constantly try to look for positives in the negatives that have come from COVID, but, but James, I would, I would imagine the, the exposure of Liz here and, and the exposure of the need in other forms of media. Have you seen some, some positive signs? Have you seen some, uh, good numbers as far as people joining the program? And if so, um, I would imagine th- that has to make you just feel great. Oh, that's, that's, you're absolutely right. You know, we've seen an over a hundred percent increase in the number of people reaching out to our organization to participate either as older adults or as volunteers. And that's, that's really terrific. And I think another thing too, Jason, that you point out is, you know, what's the, what's the positive side of the coin? And that is, I think a lot more people are really starting to connect with what social isolation really feels like. Yeah. For most of us, when we're living our busy lives, you know, we don't stop to think about stuff like that ever. But now that many of us are kind of finding ourselves separated from our family and loved ones as we go into the holiday season here in the the winter season when we see how dark and cold it is outside. We know that we're not going to be able to get out and about as much. And making and maintaining these connections is really important. And, And yeah, so it helps people really connect with our mission, I think. 
Right. And you've really had to pivot, too, because of COVID to really focus on phone companionship. So that, that I'm yeah. sure, for your own organization um, and, and the money that we raise, where, what kind of impact will that have and where does it go? Well, you know, the money that we can raise is really going to help us continue to expand our reach and reach out to more um, volunteers and reach out to more older adults so that they can find a pathway in. One of the things that's really hard is is older adults as a group tend to be incredibly independent. They rarely like to ask for help. And even when you offer help, they don't always want to accept it. So we have to get really creative and not just work with relationships that we have with um, um, elder care facilities where, where people are living together, but also work with social service agencies, um, other nonprofit organizations to really help reach out and find people. And also working with a wonderful radio station like yours to, to put out onto the airwaves that we're out here. We're here. We can help. You know, you can refer your, your neighbor either through conversation or through our online website. Um, and, you know, it's just <laughs> so when, when we think about where these donations go, it helps us market this organization. It also mm-hmm. helps us support the people who come in. So we, we have wonderful support for our volunteers, but we also have wonderful support for our older adults. Most of the time, older adults get involved in a friendship, and it just runs really smoothly. It runs really, really great. But every once in a while, we'll have a volunteer who will reach back to us and say, you know what, this wonderful person I'm speaking to, I'm really concerned about them. You know, maybe they don't, they're showing signs that they don't have enough food to eat. Maybe they're showing signs that they need maybe medical care or something. And that's where our staff can step in and become really good advocates. Mm-hmm. It's not our job to be social workers, but when we know an older adult has needs that aren't being met through the friendships that we help curate, we can start making phone calls to, to other agencies to make sure that um, everybody in our community is really well supported. Well, we will do, speaking of support, we will do whatever we can next week when Project Donna Dirty launches to help raise awareness and funds for you. James, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much. We really appreciate all your wonderful support. Thank you. Bye, James. Have a great weekend. You too. Put a link up on our show page, of course, too. You want to check more about the program. Yep, because it's next week. It's Project Down and Dirty. Uh, oof. I'm getting <laughs> yeah. nervous. I'm very nervous. Are you? No, but I, because of the, I, as I said on the 6 o'clock hour, the unknown. You know, mm-hmm. the unknown. I, I just. Are you worried about the acting part, Jason? N- no, I act every day. Because but. have no fear. Uh, Orson <laughs> Welles couldn't act a lick. And he was oh, perfect. Thing. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and don't tell B. I I'm gonna do my homework this weekend because there's nothing else to do. I mean, it's snowing, and um, yeah. uh, you know, there's only so many pull tabs I can play. So uh, I'm gonna be doing all of our homework that B. Arthur assigned us uh, this weekend. I've Perfect. please. I know Kenny did it. Refresh my memory. Have you guys done it? I did. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I listened to it again right after we talked about it and it was announced. So I was like, I'm not really as familiar. So I had already done that. And then I watched the behind the scenes thing. Was it yesterday? I think. Okay. Yep. Well, you get an A plus. I still well, have it's to gonna be good. It's you, you. It's really interesting how the reactions of people who uh, were tuned away. And then when they tuned in, they didn't get the memo that this wasn't real. <laughs> right. Because that was at the beginning of the broadcast. Yeah. And they were watching Charlie McCarthy, this, ventriloquist puppet at the yeah. time just, just frightening so when they yeah went to music they were like oh let's let's tune and figure out what else is on and then with candace bergen's reports. dad by the way a little fun fact a little murphy oh, brown fun, fun fact. fact yeah that's yeah, candace bergen's father um 
Uh, can we just talk about ventriloquist dummies for just a second? Uh, and sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Why was that ever a thing? Can I just ask that? It's a general pop cult. It's a popular why is culture it question. Still a it's thing. Still isn't, a thing. Isn't that yeah. what it yeah. does? I think yeah. so. I, I. It's just very scary to me. And now, whenever it's I think of it, it's hard to do that. It's a skill, Jace. I have never okay. been able to watch the dummy because I'm all, all me too. Always watching the dummy holding the dummy to see his his lips move, and they always move. Yeah, I I you know. I. And and I'm just curious. I would love to have one of these artists because they are. It's an art. I would love to have one of these performers on our show because you know, all of our uh, dreams, no matter what they are. You know, Kenny was listening to the radio when he was a kid. Um, you know, Alexis was eating jellyfish off her arm when she decided. Uh, you know, she wanted to be a big time radio person. Uh, I want to know the origin of of a ventriloquist like what was the moment that made you say whoo i want to stick my arm up a puppet and yeah. and talk for him you know i really i'm not being facetious i i want to know the origin story of a ventriloquist is, is <laughs> it a puppetry a thank you is guys. it a puppetry thing maybe 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 it's a love of yeah. puppets there's a, so there's a my strange puppets? addiction episode about um this woman who has a lot of ventriloquist dolls and she yeah. can't go anywhere without them. And oh, she boy. practices like 12 hours a day. She's out on the street with them. And, um, mm. you know, they try to get her over her addiction because she couldn't really talk. It was like an alter egos for her. She didn't feel oh, good about expressing herself like in a snarky way or in a way that was kind of oh. creepy. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was a way for me. her to get out this personalities that she had inside of her, but she just could do it through puppets. <gasps> Ew. From puppets. So yeah, why I mean, do we think that is kind of um, different, as we say, but we don't think puppeteers are abnormal at all? Yeah, you know like, I mean? like Frank I Oz. I I, yeah. Oh, Lex loves God. it all. Well, well but I just then, think it's a, such a hard thing to do. Have you guys ever tried? Okay. You're right. I'm talking without moving my lips right now. It's really easy. You can understand but, every word I'm saying, can't you? Lex, I, I, I'm you not... have to move your hands at the same time and move mm-hmm, his body. And... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lex, I'm not discounting your opinion or point of view, but I mean, we Lex. are talking about you. I mean, a woman who has four, an army of satanic dolls. Of course you would find this uh, interesting. I just tweeted uh, this part of My Strange Addiction. It's the full episode of April and her puppet addiction. And, you know, when I tweet things, I'm thinking about, like, people that don't listen to the show. Somebody that just... <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Looks at my Twitter. I have the weirdest stuff on here. Yep. It's just... I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is... Uh, not exactly normal, McLean. <laughs> oh, None of time. us are. Look at the time. 818, <laughs> the dirt alert with uh, Weird McLean is next. Stay with us. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert.
wondering, are you sitting there right now wondering, hey, I wonder what's going on in entertainment. Yes. Okay, if you are, I have good news for you. Dawn is here with the Dirt Alert. Okay. Let's get this story out of the way because it's, uh, you know, pretty depressing. Um, (laughs) So uh, there was a lawsuit out there um, against Michael Jackson's estate from James Safechuck. If you remember, he Mm -hmm. was a part of the documentary uh, Leaving Neverland uh, that you can still see. Is it on Netflix or... HBO, I HBO, believe. HBO. Uh, yes, so he was one of Michael Jackson's accusers. Well, that was an ongoing uh, case, and it looks like a judge has dismissed this over these alleged abuse claims. He's dismissed the case because he says that he, James and his uh, legal team presented no facts to support their key argument. Oh, now lack of evidence, lack of evidence. Um, and Michael Jackson fans, you know, have been tweeting like crazy. That's why you have seen maybe hashtag MJ innocent um, people saying he's been innocent since day one. And we will stop at nothing to prove that um, and mm. just other <laughs> other tweets about Michael Jackson and how he's never it's it's the media's fault that, you know, like people like Piers Morgan who have just uh, made him into a monster. And over the years, he's just always been innocent. Your thoughts? Hmm. Uh, I, I will I will respectfully disagree. Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about the, the generic blanket media. Media is the blame for all evils. Yeah, me too. Um, I hate, hate that. that. It hate just, it. It's so... And I love when people do it. I love when people do it in front of me. And I look You're at like, them like... I am in the media. Um, well, and I look at them like... Do I bust on your profession? And and they do it with such ease, with such ease. I'm like, I'm sitting right here anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. well. Look, sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. And look, th- this fire, um, this case may not be true. I don't know. Um, but there's a lot of other cases. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I have a hard time just, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it's pretty convincing. Like you It is leave. pretty convincing. I've seen it, yes. Yeah. It's very compelling. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, Carol Baskin is upset at Joe Exotic again. I don't know. Because, I, I mean, how this guy continues to irritate her and make her mad and her legal team, they fired off a cease and desist letter to Joe and his team because he's putting out these boss baskets these baskets these uh these, these, bos- these is he, what kind of baskets are they wicker baskets they, they are they are boxers and they're called casket baskin is the name of these and it is basically if you look at the design it's an it's kind of like baskin robbins but it's because oh. it's an ice cream cone. <laughs> Don't you mean Boskin Robbins? Boskin Robbins. <laughs> it's an ice cream cone, and it is red, like the the ice cream is red, like Baskin Robbins. And then there's a bunch of blood droplets everywhere. Oh my gosh! So it looks like a a bloody cone. Oh, stupid! It's weird. Stop Who wants it. that on their boxers? No one anyway? buys. No, yeah. please, no Casket one. Baskin. How is he making money off of merch in jail? Yeah. Now she's threatening legal action if he doesn't pull the merch because they're called Casket Baskin, um, and she's demanding a full accounting of any sales that they've made off of merch featuring or referring to her name or likeness. 
I guess you can make money while you're in jail if you have somebody, you know. Yeah, your husband's out there, right, hawking yeah. it or your team. Unfortunately, you know, you said don't buy these. Uh, Joe's underwear line is selling like hotcakes. The top it seller is. is the Casket Baskin Boxer Briefs, which are going for $29 a pop. So Whoa. there could be a lot of money at stake here. Um, Sarah wants that money, too. Probably. She wants the money, too. She'd probably sell them on her own. We know yeah. that she's oh, no. Yes, she's. Yeah, yeah she's this. Um, uh, I don't want to say slimy. That's embellible. They're all slimy. But... That whole show, everybody on there. Yeah. And Final you know what? I always think, well, if it's going to feed the tigers, <laughs> I guess it's okay. You know. What? Um, feed the tigers? Can they get some better food than some old Walmart pizzas? <laughs> yeah, the Maybe, free stuff. Exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, and just finally here, this is exciting news if you're a fan of Tim Burton. He is putting together um, a live action TV series uh, based on the Adams Family. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I could be down for this. The developers and executive producers from Smallville are um, helping write and produce. Um, no word yet. It's just this is a deadline article. It, it doesn't have a place yet, but that's kind of fun, isn't it? I yeah. love Tim Burton, and Adam's family is perfect for him. Yep. I was yes. going to say, great marriage of creator uh, or producer and uh, property. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good marriage there. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't need to be remade, but if it's going to be, give it to Tim Burton. Exactly. At, at the very least. Uh, we're going to give it to you in the form of forced Woo! movie reviews. Woo-hoo! Alexis comes face to face with a creep. And I'm not talking about me and Kenny. You'll find out what we mean when we come back. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. It's time for Forced Movie Review Friday. Dawn assigned Alexis the horror movie made for about $7. Uh, <laughs> creep. Take it away, Lex. It is a $7 movie. Oh, Dawn, I bit all of my nails off. You did? And I'm so annoyed at myself and you for that. In fact, I blame you. <laughs> oh, good. It's on Netflix, so anyone can watch it. Yeah, that's true. Uh huh. And um, this movie, I'm confused by it because there were a few uh, bright spots, but in general, I hated the entire thing the whole time. I wanted the main guy to just die already because he made the worst choices ever for himself. And why wouldn't you, once you get some information, you leave. You just get up and leave. The guy's asleep on the fireplace mantle or what's below the mantle. Whatever. He's sleeping there. You get out and you run. Yeah. He he didn't have his car keys. It doesn't matter. It's not like he's in the absolute (laughs) woods. He there are neighbors. You see them go to the neighbor's house. Go down the main road. I mean, come on, dude. What's wrong with you? I think he's a masochist himself. I think he liked this this guy who okay so here's the premise there's two guys in the movie one guy puts out an ad and says hey uh, i need a videographer for one day i'll give you a thousand dollars this young guy he answers it and what i loved about this movie is they get right into it it's a he's making like a home video so you see him in his car and he's like maybe there's it's this hot woman who's looking for massages all day and you know he's like kind of fantasizing that this might be a fun thing for him you know 
Oh, no, no. He gets to the house. There's all these stairs. He go- He gets up. He's winded. He knocks on the door. Guy's not there. Then he goes down to wait in his car. But you can see he has neighbors. It's not as remote as you'd think it would be. Right. And then the guy scares him. And he's like, okay, come on. Let's go. And there is this anticipation of, we know this is a scary movie. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen? So you think, okay, this is going to be scary. It's going to happen now. That's where I think I bit my nails off because it was just like. Suspenseful. Okay. It's very suspenseful. Like it's going to happen now. So they get into the house and he's like, hey, thank you so much. You know, I've been diagnosed with cancer. I beat it once, but it's back. And I want to make a film for my unborn baby. My wife is pregnant right now because this is like their vacation home. Mm-hmm. And he said, or he says that. And then he says, uh, <laughs> so I want to make a video for my, my kid I'm calling Buddy. And so just, you know, life lessons. And here we go. So first, let's take a tubby. Which, <laughs> I knew it. Which a tubby is, let's go take a bath. Okay. So the very so, first thing he does is film the guy taking a bath. Okay. How and can, awkward is this? Can I tell you, I, I because I want to have a visual, I didn't get the chance to watch it this week. Okay. I have net I have Netflix flicks uh oh, I almost cussed there. I yeah. have Netflix uh punched up yeah. and I just dropped the needle toward the yeah. beginning. <laughs> And I'm seeing him with his pants pulled down (laughs) in the bathroom. What the hell is this? You're going to love this movie, Jason. This is the first thing. Like, as a filmmaker, you go, okay, this is a little bit weird. Okay. But then there are so many examples, and the dude stays. Like, come on, guy. You deserve to die if you didn't, you know, get any of these cues. So that's the first thing he takes to tell me. He pretends that the baby is there, and he's, like, stroking air basically he's got candles lit and these are two men one's in the tub the other guy's filming he breaks it a little bit by asking aaron that's the filmmaker a few questions once in a while then he's like all right we just took a tubby let's go to the park and then they go to this wooded park area and i'm thinking what the heck's wrong with you dude and then they drive his car then there's just some weird things that happen there and then Instead of going, okay, well, this has been really fun. They come back. It's dark because he gets kind of lost in the woods. They go back, and he's like, all right, got to go. And I'm like, good instincts, guy. Yes, time to leave. But does he? No, of course not. <laughs> the guy's like, I want to pour you some whiskey. Hello. Just one. Just have a drink with me. Don't leave yet. Oh. Then he's talking about his his wife, Angela, and he says, hey, Aaron, turn the camera off for a second. Dude doesn't turn the camera off, but he just covers the lens. And so you hear this conversation. Basically, he admits to dressing up in a wolf costume and <laughs> entering this residence while his wife is sleeping and sexually assaulting her. At that point, don't you just get up and go? Because he's already given him a whole bunch of whiskey. Guy passes out in the fireplace. He's looking for his keys, can't find him. Then the guy's phone rings. It's Angela. Uh Uh Guess what, guys? Angela is not his wife. It is his sister. And the sister is saying, hey, you need to get out of that house immediately. (laughs) So, of course, he's looking for his keys. He's trying. Because my brother's not right. He's not right. Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff going on. He's not right. So somehow this guy gets out of all of this and he gets to go home. Okay. 
Yeah, and you're thinking, wow, he's in the clear. Yeah, this is good. This is great. Okay, wonderful. There's some other little weird things. I guess when he walked up to the house the first time, he took pictures of him, and he admits <laughs> to that at the restaurant. Like, they go to a restaurant. They're in the woods. Like, this guy gets out, and he doesn't think, hmm, I'm going to call the police because this was a weird experience. No. Instead, he accepts <laughs> gifts from the guy. He gets DVDs, watches them. He gets a locket with their creepy pictures inside. <laughs> and instead yes. of keeping it for evidence, Don, he throws them away. Yeah. yeah. Or ca- doesn't call the police. Then the guy's like, hey. Uh, and it, well, he gets into his house and takes video of him. And he's like, meet me at the park. I need your help. Somehow this guy, Aaron, feels empathy for this weirdo and <laughs> decides to meet him at the park. And then he's sitting at the park bench, and, you know, it's a public park, so he's thinking, okay, I'm safe, I'm safe. How do you not hear someone behind you? You know there's a presence. You know that you're meeting this person. I've watched Catfish enough. They always meet at the park, right? Yeah, yeah. You're looking around. You might not have Neve with you, but you're looking around because this guy, where is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what should have probably happened in the first 10 minutes of the film finally happens. And then, yeah, dude gets in his car and basically has the whole thing on a DVD and moves on to the next schmuck. (laughs) It's a great film. So, wait a minute. I just zoned out there for a second. Is (laughs) Is the filmmaker killed? Yes. You just have to watch. Okay. No. Wait. Yes. No. Just watch it. Just watch it, Kenny. I'm not watching it. No, there's no chance in hell I'll watch it. I guess this did come out in 2014. So yeah, yeah. Um, I never would have hit play on this. It's really know. good though because yeah, you same. don't expect same. it. You do not expect the ending. You really don't. And there's more to it after that. Yeah. There's. There's. I'm. I'm missing a, a lot of. Uh, no, How does good. this garbage even get made? It's not garbage. It's a great independent film that was very low budget to make, and they made oh, a ton ton of money off of it. Oh, it's God. really Stop a clever script. I, I just, There's a lot of boring Pete parts, but you're right. I've seen anything <laughs> like it. Yeah. I, I dropped the needle toward the end end. <laughs> yeah. um, when, Where are you? I wonder when if he's seen crazy, Peach Fuzz yet. Well, yeah, I have. Crazy Wolfman <laughs> is, uh, is clipping his hair in bed. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, right. That's after he's free and he knows where he lives and yeah. getting happy mail from him. Not so happy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that mask, I mean, he calls it peach fuzz. Yeah. Well, if I wake up and peach fuzz is in my face, we have a problem. I just, yeah. Eight. Okay. Well, uh, so Alexis was punished watching Creep. So she'll take yep. her she'll take her anger out on me when she assigns me a horrible action movie. We'll find out what it is when we come back. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this. Well, that's going to do it for us today, everybody. (laughs) Stay right there. No, no, no. Uh -uh, Stay right there. Donna and and Steve coming up next, everybody. Uh, Here's Hmm. Michael Buble. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Not quite. Not quite. Oh, okay. Wrong song. (laughs) Wrong no, it's well, no. It's part of the song. Different uh, part. Yeah, it's the right. Yeah, yeah that's it. Anyway. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, no.
Forced movie review Friday uh, concludes. Alexis had to watch Creep, and now she's going to take revenge on a creep. Me. Uh, So what do you have for me, Lex? Okay, I'm excited because I I really do love this movie, and I'm hoping that you do too. Mm. A My Talker, Maria, a big shout-out to you. Thank you for suggesting this. She messaged me, and I thought, you know what? Yes, I wanted to have a film of his uh, assigned to you. Um, so let's go straight to the trailer. It's a 1997 action thriller. Yeah. Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. I see a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime lives, three Regis and Kathy Lee's, and a genuine 2020 interviewee. What you looking at, punk? Nothing. I was just admiring your cage. But one wrong <laughs> flight. Stewardess, what's the in-flight movie today? <laughs> Can ruin your whole day. Welcome to Con Air. Welcome to Con Air, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Welcome to Con Air. Oh, boy. Lots of explosions, high tension. It's a Jerry Brockheimer movie. We've got Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah, they're prisoners on a plane. They've taken you have over. To watch Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage with a weird accent that I can't really pinpoint, maybe yeah, what Southern. Is that? And his hair is like a long mullet. It's really bad. Yeah. 1997 action. Woohoo! <sighs> Nicholas Cage, really? Uh-huh. Really? It's one of his best films, actually. <laughs> Again, that's, that's like saying so tallest funny. that's like saying tallest munchkin. Come on. Yep. Yes. This is not tallest a, munchkin not movie. A, not a con not not a not a good thing, Lex. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Mm. Okay. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait to hear what you think of this. You haven't mm-hmm. seen it, huh? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I, <laughs> okay, I, can, I can tell you with the utmost certainty that has never been put into a VCR, DVD <laughs> player, or streaming stick ever owned by me. No. Yes. Hold on. What, Let me... I, what do you think is worse, Con Air or Snakes on a Plane? They've got to be tough. Oh, con Air. Snakes on a Plane is at least funny. It's ki- this, ki- yeah, kitchen. Yeah, this is horrible. That's just, I mean, this is... Con no. Air. How can he watch it? Do you know? Does he have to pay for it? Hold on, oh, I'll find you know, out. I can't even so. look. Oh, oh I, I hope, hope so. whatever. <laughs> you know what this Stupid, sappy, romantic comedies or just romance movies I had to pay $4 for? Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh. It is? But can you, do you have to buy it or can is hey, it just Siri, come with it? Let me see where can here. I watch Con Air? Prime. Hold on a minute. Okay. Hmm. I found this on the web for where can I watch Con Air? Um, <laughs> Prime Video. But let me see. Subscription. Okay, you don't have to pay for it. I don't? No. No. Oh, It comes see? with your subscription. You're welcome. Or apparently the AMC <laughs> app. The AMC app? What the hell is that? AMC. Oh. You know, oh. Walking Dead, the network. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I, I actually can play it. Oh. It's oh, two hours? 
<laughs> oh, it's so good. It is so good. Mm. It's two hours? Oh, Ving Rhames is in it. Is an, there's nothing Nick Cage is in that could be considered so good. <laughs> no. Steve Buscemi's in it. You'll want to watch Chappelle it for John Malkovich it. alone. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm I... sure he's way over the top. He's yeah, evil. I... Gee, I wonder if Danny Trejo plays a good guy or a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Danny Trejo's always cast as, like, a criminal. Yeah. Yep. He's been in like five that Alexis has assigned me. So that's true. I do you like really him. sincerely, yes, he's in every movie you've ever assigned me. But, oh man! Oh uh, well, but this is the first Nick Cage one. So oh yay! Wow. Yay! Yeah, this is we're just, just only just begun. Thank you, Karen Carpenter. Yeah, this is wonderful. Oh, I can't wait to go home Tune and not in. watch this this weekend. Yes. Oh yeah! Everyone have fun weekend plans. Not watching this. No, I'm not. No, no. I. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, I deserve it. I uh, made Dawn watch Stealing Home, so oh, I, uh, yeah, I deserve this. But I have. I will tell you this. I am locked and loaded. Um, so enjoy oh. your week, Dawn McLean. Enjoy Why? your week. You already know what you're assigning me. Oh yeah, and I will Ooh. tell you, this was also. Recommended by a my talker that sent me a DM because she didn't want you to see possibly the tweet. Oh yeah. Um, I can't believe I haven't recommended this yet. Mm. I can't believe I haven't picked this yet because it is, it's terrible. Like it's just terrible, and it's so lovey dovey, and the writing Perfect. is horrible. Yeah, it's yeah. It'll be real. It'll make stealing home. Uh, look like mm. uh, uh, out of Africa. <laughs> <It'll> just... <laughs> now, J- uh, Alexis, have are you going to watch Creep Two? Because you know there's no. Creep Two. I did not know that. Yeah, it's his next victim. Oh, oh they really? There's yeah, a there's second a one. Second one. Yes. Yeah, so and now we know his true identity and everything about him. And I've heard he's not as good, but I'm uh, I'm I got to watch it. Maybe I'll watch uh, that this weekend. Maybe oh, I'll watch yeah, that no, instead of Con Air. Yeah, maybe I'll do that instead of Con Air. Yeah, know. you'll be freaked out. I mean, it, you know, for a movie that's not gory at all, your imagination starts flying. Like, what is going to happen? And what what is wrong with this guy? And what is wrong with the other guy to want to just keep coming back for more? Oh, he's so dumb. And I, that's yeah. what's great about he's horror movies. You have to write people making dumb decisions because it drives the audience crazy. It's actually a technique. It's something that you do, like a girl who, you know, just trips as she's running and just like, oh, she goes the wrong way. Or they all separate from each other. They always do that. Oh, right. Like, okay, yeah. you go that way, and I'll try to find a way out this way. You're like, uh-uh. stick together. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. If I was in that situation, I would never separate from my friends. Oh. And, no. Yeah. Yeah. Hashed, real life. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to use for a human shield? I mean, bring your friends. <laughs> exactly. You know, I just realized something. Next week is Project Down and Dirty. I, I don't see how you're ever going to have the time. Oh, to watch Kenny, this you're right. Oh, I thank you, Kenny. Take a week off. That's a good. That's oh, that's good. actually yeah. a really go. And then Kenny? Lex will be gone the following Friday, so you probably shouldn't do it that week Who's either. Who's are you on, Kenny? Wow. Well, now my day just turned around. Go out there and be yourself. Nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You do you. Have a fantastic day, fantastic weekend. We love you so much, and we'll talk on Monday. Bye, friends. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. 
While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.